You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I hope you're all doing okay. I feel like I haven't spoken to you for a while, but it's only been a week. Today we are going to talk, I'll just give you a trigger warning. There is a family death warning on this one in case that's a trigger at the moment, but we're talking about it in a positive way. I'm speaking today to Camille Plews, so also known as the Funnel Girl, <laughs> which we're not sure we love the name, but we're going with it, The Funnel Girl. Um, and that's because Camille helps entrepreneurs with their systems, their automations, all of that kind of thing. And we'll go into that a bit later on in the program about how she got into doing it. But what I really wanted to talk about today is perspective. That's what this podcast is about, because I think perspective is really important. We all have different perspectives on things. Two exact same things can happen to us. And it can completely rock one person and not even nudge another because of our perspectives on things. And Camille has a unique perspective on life and on things that happen because of something that happened to her as a child. And so I wanted to start there. Welcome to the podcast, Camille. Well, hi, thank you so much for having me. No worries. So you you have this, you know, positive outlook on life and things don't get to you. I mean, we were just talking about quite a lot of health issues and even that you were laughing about because you have this positive perspective on life. I want to talk about why. What happened to you when you were a child that you think changed this? So when I was six years old, my brother died. So he was eight at the time and he he was ill for some time and he died of a brain tumour. And we all pulled together as a family. My parents, they wanted the best for me and my sister. So they would take us on lots of holidays to cheer us up, to, to keep going for us, basically, because a lot of people would say to them as well, like, how do you keep going? You've lost, because not only did my brother die, Carl, but we also lost Daniel. So Daniel died before I was born. So my parents lost two sons and people would say to them, how can you cope with that? How are you managing to, to live your life and move on from that? But they would always answer, we've still got two daughters, so we need to keep going for them. And they always had this positive outlook and they would keep going for us. So that was instilled in us at a young age. So they would always be positive and looking at, looking at positive things in life in yeah. a very positive way. So that, that reflected, that came through with us as well. Yeah, and do you think that, like, you've, you've strived and tried different things to get the life that you really want to have and now that you have this amazing life and this business um, that is really working out and a life really of freedom compared to most people who are in corporate, do you think that that came about because you saw how short life can be? 100%. 100% because life is too short because you don't know how long you've got. 
nobody knows how long they've got. And it could be that you could, sounds morbid, but you could die next year. I know you think it sounds morbid, but actually one of the biggest impacts speeches that I ever heard was, who's the Apple guy? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs did this speech and he said that every time, you know, he looks around a room and he worries about things and then he thinks, in a few short years, I won't be standing here. And he said that, you know, before he even knew that he was he was going to die. And that had this massive impact on me that actually we don't have time to be worried about the small things. They shouldn't even enter our head because there are people out there that haven't even had the opportunity to do the things that we're doing now. Definitely, 100%. And this is something that I say all the time as well, because, you know, that mistake in your email, that spelling error, that wrong link that you sent, none of that is going to matter, even in a week from now, let alone a year from now. So stop worrying about the tiny little things every day and just look at the bigger picture and just make your dream life a reality because you've only got a short time. This isn't a drill. This is the real thing. This is no preparation. Yeah. Um, I think that's why my older clients, it sounds awful, but my older clients, they don't have the same worries. Like my clients who are between usually around 60, 70, I have one 75 year old who want to start businesses and do things. They just go do it. They don't ponder. They don't worry about what people think or any of that because they are very aware that they only have so much time. And actually I wish we were all aware that we might have the same amount of time, which sounds awful, but then we'd get more done and we would be less stressed about even what some people would think are the bigger things. When a business fails, you know, people go, oh, they take years to get over a business failing and to pick themselves back up and to go, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's start again. But actually no one died. Yes, no one died. Exactly. That is the thing, isn't it? That's the thing, because if you can just pick yourself up and move yourself on, no matter what it is, if it's small, if it's a large failing, whatever it is, and just pick yourself up and move on as if you've only got a year left to live. You'd do it, wouldn't you? Just do it. You'll yeah. do it. I, I like I like I used to think to myself, like, live live each day as if it was your last. And then that got too pressured. <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ, I can't go to like Vegas every day. <laughs> I have to calm this down. And I do try and live like we don't know what tomorrow brings. I do try and live like that. So you've you've got this life now. And actually what happened with you is you went through a series of doing lots of different things until you came to this, because each time you tried something, it didn't live up to the expectations of what you wanted life to be like. And so you changed it. And actually what people generally do is they try something and they go, oh, well, that wasn't as good. And so they go back to what they were doing before, go and get a nine to five. But you didn't, did you? You just kept reinventing until you find found what you wanted. Yeah, I just kept going. So when I was working in corporate, I had my little boy and I was having to leave him in daycare and he was always really ill. He had tonsillitis all the time. He had to get his tonsils out on his fourth birthday, bless him. And he was always poorly and crying and I just didn't want to leave him. And then I'd be crying having to leave him to go to work because I used to work eight till six. And it was just awful. So when I fell pregnant with my second child, my little girl, I thought, I'm not doing that. I'm not leaving two kids while I go to work. And as well, I had kids to be a good mum, to be there for my kids. I didn't want to leave them with somebody else all day, every day while I went to work. So I started up my own business. And at that time it was in e-commerce and I was in this huge warehouse packing orders every day. And again, I didn't have time with my kids. So I'd replaced my corporate 
career, if you like, by putting myself in another job, even though I owned the business, but I was in another job that I didn't really like. So I started looking into other things to do. And then I started doing social media management. And again, I wasn't fully fulfilled with that. And then I got into what it is I'm doing now. So a few different changes along the way, but I love what I do now. And I finally found something that I'm really happy with. And I get to spend a lot of time with my kids and Which travel. Is- and we're always away in the caravan. <laughs> and that's it. That's like the point of it, isn't it? And I think one of the other things that we talked about before we came on is sometimes the things that stop people from living that life they really want to. And, and we're both lucky enough and fortunate enough that we have allowed adversity to actually fuel our success and get us to where we want to be. But there are a lot of people out there that don't because they care about what people think of them. And so an unkind word on social media or from a family member saying, oh, what are you doing? You you know, this kind of thing can stop people doing what they want to. And and actually, we shouldn't even care about that because if if we really think about it, we can either listen to strangers on the internet and their opinions, and take them on board, or we can have an extraordinary life and have our family have the best life possible that we can make. Because like you say, life is short, so let's make the best of it. And sometimes we don't even realize that by listening to these people on the internet that making us not want to be visible, not want to do certain things, we're actually choosing them over the life and family that we really want to, which when you put things into perspective is ridiculous. Yeah. It is, but then you can't help sometimes, especially if you are starting to put yourself out there and people say negative things to you, you can't help but take that on board. And it does really affect you, but it's then thinking, right, do I let this bother me or do I carry on? And I remember you saying this to me quite a few months ago because I had a troll hunt me down on Messenger to find me, to send me this message and call me a greedy C word and what do I effing want to meddle? out of my feature that was in the sun. And I thought, why, why would you do that? Why would you hunt somebody down to do that? Yeah. And it People have way too much time on their hands. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> when I was in the sun and the Daily Mail, I got hundreds and hundreds of comments, mainly from men about being greedy and, and awful, awful and a liar and all of these things. And the thing is, you just want to inspire people. This is it. You're putting your message out there to inspire, to say, if I can do this, then so can you. So come on, you know, start doing it. And again, it's all about perspective. So we're trying to show people we're just normal people. You can do this. And then people troll you and hunt you down and say horrible things to you. It's awful. And actually, what I've learned to do is not read the comments because that was like a stupid thing to do. Like, why am I reading the comments from these people who are probably just like really sad people sitting in their bedrooms? Why am I doing it? And, you know, and now I think I'm so focused on on making sure that my kids have a life that they love that when someone says something negative to me about what I'm doing, it doesn't even phase me anymore. It doesn't even go in. And I think that's the way to do it. Like to think about stranger on the internet, family, choose. (laughs) Yes. That's a really good way to look at it as well. It really, really is. It helps my perspective. Yeah. You saying to me all those months ago, like, are you going to let a stranger on the internet, like stop you from getting more visible and growing and getting more media, that kind of thing? Or are you going to go on and live the life that you want? I was like, you're so right. That is so, so right. So correct. But it can, if, if it's happened to anyone for the first time, it can really 
stop you in your tracks because that did for me. Somebody calling me a greedy C word. I thought, I don't like the C word anyway, but greedy. I thought, I'm not greedy. I'm not a greedy person. You don't know me. And <laughs> yeah, and people can give us comments about things that they don't know. They don't know why we do certain things. Like I've done things in business before and I've got comments. So for instance, in my mastermind, I don't share everybody's launches. And the reason I don't do it is because I think it makes my, like if let's say I've got a client in the mastermind who hasn't got an audience and I'm teaching them how to build an audience. If all I do is share my audience with them so that they can get work, what happens when they leave the mastermind is they've become dependent on me and my audience and that's not good for them. So I just don't do it. And I've learned that over a number of years of watching clients do that. And somebody that was new in business said, oh, it's awful that she doesn't share her audience with her clients in the mastermind. Don't worry, I do that. Come into my mastermind. And it gave me a little chuckle because I was like, it's really easy for you to say that in year one, not knowing. Like, in a few years, you're going to never do that again, but you don't know at the moment. And so rather than being, you know, you're not in my shoes, but you're talking about what you should and shouldn't do. And we were talking about you with, you know, you do your Christmas decorations. You and your whole family put your Christmas decorations up really early tell us about that so because my brother died in the middle of November as a family tradition our new family tradition because he was only eight when he died and of course he loved Christmas we all love Christmas and what we do now to celebrate him is we put all of our decorations up in the middle of November before his death anniversary and it just shines light more as well the Christmas sparkles it's such a dull month and my poor dad as well, he's had a lot of deaths in his family in November. So his mum died in November, his dad, his brother, his son, he's had a lot. So for us as a family, we all put our Christmas decorations up in November and it just yeah. it just makes us all feel happier. I think it's lovely. And yet people comment, don't they? they people do. say, why do you oh, I think it's awful that people put their Christmas decorations up yeah, so early? And they, they do. don't know why. They have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. And, and this is what I mean. Like, it's really easy to comment on something if you don't know the full story. And we rarely know the full story. Exactly. That's the thing. And if people just stop to ask or stop judging for a moment, then they might realise, like, there's always two sides to a story as well. And there's always a reason behind people doing something like putting Christmas decorations up early. A, it's either going to make them feel happy. B, like for us, it's to celebrate the death of a family member. For other people, they might have mental health problems where that might just make them feel better. You know, people get sad disorder, don't they? And having Christmas decorations up at this time of year will make people feel better. So what's yeah. wrong with that? There's nothing, people aren't harming anyone. No, it's a really it. good example. Um, when you said it, like I was thinking there's so many times when people comment on things without the full picture or without knowing the why. Yes. And, you know, people say things to me sometimes when I'm at my lowest, like I might be going through a mental health crisis. They will never see that because I'll always show up. And yeah. so they think it's okay to say things and they say, well, you've got loads of money. Why would you care? But they don't really realize that I might be going through a really low time. And so I think people should always just think and change their perspective. And yes. that perspective change could be, am I saying something that is kind or do I have the full picture? Mm-hmm. And if I, you know, if I don't know if I have the full picture, maybe I don't say anything at all. Yeah. That's it. Like, don't say anything at all if you've got nothing decent to say. If you don't know what's really going on, why say anything? Yeah. And and ours on the other side, you know, I think what we need to do when we get these comments is change our perspective around them to 
actually, this isn't going to stop me doing anything. They don't know the full picture and therefore I can't even be angry with them because they have no idea. That's it. That is it. And when you do get comments like that, like somebody commented, somebody sent me a message on Instagram and said that I shouldn't do my videos in the caravan because it makes me look homeless. <laughs> I work from the caravan a lot of the time. Like we're always away traveling in the caravan. Like we love going to little campsites around the UK in our little caravan. And that's where we like to, that's where I work from. And then somebody said that to me and I thought, if I let that stop me, you then... won't be living the life you really love because you love working in the caravan. I love working in the caravan. <laughs> and I think that's it. Like, we can't let things stop us. Um, but that's our own perspectives that need to change because it can be easy to let things stop us. And yeah. if we always remember that life is, life is short, there is no guarantee tomorrow, then we're much more likely to change those perspectives quickly because I think sometimes it takes an experience of, of, of near death or knowing someone that has died to make us, you know, I had a friend that died at 15 years old and, and that's definitely why I live fast. You know, I, I don't, people often say, you do things so quickly. I do things quickly because I never know when I'm going to run out of time. And yeah. although I'm not sure that's necessarily a massively healthy thing, it does mean that I get things done and I'm not scared of doing things because I think that when you've been through things that are hard or that are fearful, you know, you're scared of, you don't feel that fear as, as well about anything else anymore. I'm pretty sure you would be the same, that nothing's really going to be scary to you in the same that's way. It. Like nothing's as scary as death, is it? You know, like nothing is going to be as bad as that. And this is why I always say it's okay. No one died. You know, it's like whatever it is that you come across in your business, in your life, like anything, nothing's ever going to be as scary as facing death. Yeah, and that is, I mean, morbid, but the be all and end all of it is if you think of it like that, then we can actually do anything. Yeah. And anyone can do anything they put their mind to. And it might be scary and there might be fear, but you're going to get through it. You're still going to be here at the end yes. of it when you get through it. That's and it. so actually what we need to do is use loss to give us a different perspective on fear. Because yes. actually most things that stop us, whether it's what we were just talking about with people's comments, because we feel what people think of us, what people will say about us. When it's things like building a business and, you know, it going wrong, it's the fear of failure that stop us even trying to get where we want to be and to get to that next level. Whether it's standing on stages, whether it's writing a book, all the things that if we really allowed ourselves to dream, we would say, this is what I want life to look like. The thing that stops us always is a fear, but actually loss takes that fear away. Yes, it does. It does. Because nothing can really be as, be as bad as that. But then as well, if you, you know, even if you haven't had losses if you have if you haven't lost anybody that's close to you or anything like that just think of it in you know you don't know how long you've got <laughs> yeah. how long are you going to be stuck waiting to do something like a live stream for and getting yourself out there and growing your business or living the life that you want to live how long are you going to stay stuck because you're just scared of like moving out of your comfort zone you're just scared of doing the thing that you don't want to do when you're just stuck around that situation like, how long are you going to stay there? Because you don't know how long you've got. Yeah. yeah, I think we both think the same way. It's quite funny. There's not many people that think like we do, but I've met a few that are like, 
well, yeah, I'm always like a bit worried that, you know, I could die next year. What if I haven't seen Japan? So they go to Japan. <laughs> you know, I'm a bit like that. Like I think, well, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So I better do this, you know, I better make my millions this year because I don't know what's going to happen. 100%. It's like me with booking holidays. I've booked loads of holidays for next year. My husband's like, well, you've stopped booking holidays. <laughs> we're going to Greece. We're going to Spain. We're going to Ibiza. We're going to Mallorca. <laughs> yeah, want to see the world. Why not? Oh, that's so funny. And so now in your job, you help people with their tech so that they can move forward, get everything automated and live a life of freedom and a life that they really want to to lead. Yes. Um, How's that going? Amazing. Well, it's just growing year on year. It's just getting better. It's getting so much better. And I love the clients that I work with and absolutely love what it is that I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, I love that you're doing that. I, lo- I really love it when I meet somebody that decides to live a life they really want to and they just put things into a plan and they just go do it and then yeah. they're living it. It's fantastic to see because it means, it really does mean that if we can, anyone can. Yes. It does mean that. And that's what's brilliant about it. Okay, so if people are looking right now for some tech help they want to automate they want to have systems in place they want to grow to that next level and they want to stop the fear that they have surrounding tech by the way tech is one of the biggest fears when it comes to business (laughs) to business growth so if they want to move forward with that where can they find you over on instagram i am at camille plues you can find me over there brilliant and we'll put your link in the show notes I hope this has been an interesting one for you guys I think perspective is so important and I think we can actually change our lives a little bit just by changing our perspective a small amount and always thinking about what others have been through what could happen to us in the future and how we only have an average of 4,000 you know I love this quote 4,000 weeks in an average life if we know we have 4,000 weeks what are you doing with this one? I will be back next week with a new podcast. Thank you for being here, Camille. It's been great to speak to you and I will speak to you all again next week. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.